0: You don't get it, son. This isn't a mud hole.
1: It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. in broad daylight. I know why you're afraid to go out at night. The
0: Batman. See, Batman has shown Gotham their true color. It's unfortunate to me. He's strong. But some clown who thinks he's Batman I am Batman! Welcome back to The Eternal Night, a podcast (laughs) dedicated to the world's greatest detective, the Dark Knight of the DC Universe, Batman. I am one of your co-hosts, unfiltered, joined by my longtime other co-host, Mr. Big Bad Craig. How are we doing?
1: Oh, fan-fucking-tastic.
0: Fan-fucking-tastic, you say? (laughs) Why, why, why? Why fan-fucking-tastic, Craig?
1: Oh, because on this episode, we get to go a little unhinged. We get to get a more loosey-goosey and let things, uh, you would say, let the venom flow. We let bombs
0: fly. We like to spit acid flowers. We make fun of things. We like to bitch about things that make us mad. Welcome to another not-safe-for-work-let-the-venom-flow-toxic <laughs> episode. <laughs> okay, mate. Oh, boy. Is toxic the right word? I don't know. Are we going to, well, you know. These are the other side of our personalities. These are mm-hmm. the two faces to our Philip and Craig. So, yes, I think it's time to get a little supervillity up in this bitch. Yeah, I think so. Well, Craig, let me ask you something.
1: So mm.
0: what's, what, what have you seen that has made your, your blood boil? What has gotten your gears grounded? What is, what is What calls for such a not safe for work episode? Again, because I guess people like it when we do this stuff.
1: So, one of the things that just really got me going... uh, What's what's chapped your
0: ass, my good
1: man? (laughs) Here's here's the thing. Uh, Everyone's... uh, You you can have your own opinion on everything. I totally... Everyone's got the right to their own opinion. But when you fucking tell me (laughs) that Christian Bale's Batman is perfection, that he is the best and will never be topped batman i'm sorry that just really (laughs) (laughs) he's good yes he is good in the films he is nowhere near the top get the fuck out of here with that i'm gonna just
0: i think i Mm. I think i'm kind of with you you know i think you Mm -hmm. were just talking about seeing seeing what, what what ranking was this this was a post
1: flash ranking was it not This was post, this was an article on comingsoon.net. Live action Batman actors ranked after The Flash. Their rankings were of the seven live action Batmans seven George Clooney, six Adam West, five Val Kilmer, four Robert Pattinson, three Michael Keaton, two Ben Affleck, and number one Christian Bale. And just the way the article. what they say about bale's ranking was there ever any doubt from start to finish christian bale's take on the Cape crusader is perfection and they follow it up with yes even down to his gravelly voice fuck off with that that voice is so goddamn annoying and it takes me out of so many scenes in those movies when he gravels and gets all grr, 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 drives me up the fucking wall well, Craig's clearly bothered by this
0: this ranking mm. of someone else's opinion, which, Yep. okay, maybe bothered isn't the right word, but but yeah, but clearly, like this this individual, rightfully so, they're entitled to their opinion, and that's that's totally exactly. Fine. Now, I don't think calling it perfection is well. Mm. I don't think that's accurate. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. That's, <laughs> I, I wouldn't necessarily call it accurate. If you think if you think that christian bell's batman had arguably like some of the best screen time as batman that i i, I would throw that in a question because again mm-hmm. like that gravelly voice is is a point of contention among batman fans myself included craig as well uh i don't yep. i don't necessarily think it it works it was a creative choice so um putting him up top i mean i i i get it sure but there there were all, i wouldn't call his batman per- perfect i i think no. that that bat that version of batman is is flawed and while i think there's appeal there i also think that if you're looking for a perfect version of batman in live action that's definitely one version i don't think i'd necessarily look at because no nope. number one he he quit being batman twice in eight years exactly <laughs> yeah. number two he quit because he fell in love with somebody while well, that's again a hu- a human thing that happens in the realm of batman that's just as far as i'm concerned anyway i don't ever think that's ever just been been in the cards for him i mean yeah he's loved a lot of different women over over the course of 80 years sure but as like being a tied down husband father well i mean he's got damien but like being a, a tied down husband I don't think that's ever been something that's just been been in the purview for him. So ending on a note of happiness and him marrying Selena Kyle. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can understand that. Was it was it necessarily something I I would I like? I don't know. I don't necessarily know that I'm 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 not a fan or a fan of that ending of the Dark Knight Rises of him ending. I hate
1: it. I fucking hate that ending. (laughs) I I fucking hate it. I think it it was right there. It was right there to end it perfectly because Alfred earlier in the film talked about how he has this dream that he's sitting at a cafe and he'll look across and he'll see Bruce happy with a woman. The perfect ending. You have Alfred sitting in the cafe. He looks across. He glances up. He starts to smile. Cut to black right there. That was perfect. Perfect, but no, you have to show Bale, and he gives him the grin, puts his glass up to him. Fuck off with that, man. Oh.
0: Would you have just been more pleased by mystery rather than actually showing
1: it? Exactly. Oh, That's okay. what I wanted. Okay. I wanted it to cut off. I wanted it that scene. As Alfred, he's sitting at the cab, he's looking at the newspaper. He starts to glance up. Some You see he kind of notices something. He he lifts his head up a bit more. He starts to get this little smile. Boom! Cut to black. Perfect ending.
0: I don't know that that ending ever made me feel in an angry way. I feel like if I got more protruded by anything in that film, it was the whole, It was the Robin thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> like just uh, like yeah. that. That I I understood it, but it was it was again it was it was a choice, and I was just like you know no <laughs> as much as i like joseph gordon levitt as a as a as an actor i just don't mm-hmm. think that, that that role was as fleshed out as it could have been and it was just it was a lot to be desired
1: oh no I, he's mr Super, he's mr superhuman he figured out who that bruce wayne was batman just by looking at him yeah. that was fucking stupid <laughs> i hated that oh boy i've
0: become a lot more lenient on that movie over time but I do think that it is by far probably the weakest one in the, in the trilogy. Yeah. I think
1: I, I gave it, I gave it a that. lot of, I gave it a lot of breaks back when I first saw it, just cause I think I was riding high on those movies, but looking back on it, yeah, it's definitely the weakest out of the three. So you,
0: that I, I can understand your, your perspective in, in regards to why that, that, that ranking is bothersome. Mm. And for me, mm-hmm. I'm seeing that with a lot of the Superman casting now, in regards to you know David Corin Sweat and um, oh boy, oh, what, yeah, what what is her name? Um, um, who's Lois Lane? Oh, sh-
1: sh- sh- Shanahan or something. No, no, like
0: no, no, that? no. It's uh, Rachel Brosnahan. There we go. Brosnahan. that's it. Rachel Brosnahan and David Corin Sweat have been cast as Superman, and I'm already seeing. A lot of hyperbole like oh he's gonna be great he's gonna be the best one he's gonna be you know he's gonna he's gonna be the superman and i've seen a lot of like fan art with him in the role and i've seen like just a lot of this hyperbole and then i've also seen a lot of people on the other side being like man fuck this guy he's not henry <laughs> cavill this is gonna fucking suck james gunn is an asswipe. this is nonsense this is gonna be <laughs> shitty this is gonna be superman 78 me personally I'm kind of in the middle. I'm at, because mm-hmm. I'm am still very much bothered by that whole situation with Henry Cavill, and I still have that those three films in a very high regard. Like those are those, that's my bar for Superman now, and I think anyone absolutely anyone like good luck to them to, to be able to reach that. And now it's unfortunately it's that's on James Gunn and David Corin Sweat, and it's like I've only seen Corin Sweat in one thing, and that was uh, we own the city it was the the surrounding the Baltimore riots that had John Bernthal in it. A couple other people of of, of noteworthiness but he, but Corn Sweat who's now the new Superman he's in it as a, a good cop in Philadelphia and I can after seeing that show thinking about it I was like okay yeah he can he I can understand why he would be cast as Superman uh, as far as Rachel Brosnahan on the other hand I think she looks exactly like Lois Lane does from like the modern DC yep. comics today so I don't really have an issue with her him on the other hand uh, he said something to the effect of I don't he wasn't, he, he quote, wasn't a fan of Henry Cavill's dark and gritty take. And I'm just sick to death Ugh. of hearing, I am so sick to death of hearing that, that be said about Henry Cavill's version of Superman because it by no means was dark. It was just real. It was a, he very, was
1: fucking human for once.
0: Not, not so much as he was human. It was the, they were showcasing that Superman was raised by a human family and he deals with very human real problems. And that yep. that's something I don't think was necessarily superbly touched upon in in the the 78 film like yes he absolutely could, not he, he could not stop his father's death no he saved lois lane's life by turning back time sure but it's like there, there whoa, were whoa. there were there were real genuine worldwide reactions to the reveal of superman in that movie and, I, and now with superman legacy I don't think that any of those themes are going to be present, but I also think that's by design because this film is going to be a Superman who's established in a world where superheroes already exist. There are going to be members of the authority in this movie. And it, to, for me, this movie kind
1: of boils down to who the villain's going to be. Yeah. I'm very, very curious to know who the villain of this film's going to be.
0: Now, given James Gunn's wheelhouse is a, is, is a, just a plethora of like obscure and odd characters, um, I'm already just going to go ahead and count out Brainiac and Mongol.
1: Yeah.
0: Because, you know, it, and that's not to say that James Gunn can't do big villains, because he's done Starro, he's done the High Evolutionary, he did mm-hmm. you know, Ronan the Accuser. Like, that's it, not to say he's not not privy to them, but I do think that he's going to go with something a little more obscure. I could actually see him doing something like Parasite. But, just on the whole of just seeing people just, both ends of this fucking ugly... Shit stained butt fuck coin. Like, do you see two sides of the same coin with this shit going on. Like, people are like calling him to be the best one ever. We haven't seen him in it, so I don't know how you can make that assumption about it. <laughs> yeah. And then people are, again, like, saying, oh, this is going to be fucking dog shit. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be awful. It's he's oh, not it Superman. And it's just like, guys,
1: let's see what they fucking do before we make some judgments here. Exactly. And it, it happens with everything, it happens all the time think about when ledger was cast as the joker yep oh you talk about that pretty boy from a knight's tale Oh, that guy oh this is gonna be the i distinctly remember forums and comment sections this is gonna be the worst batman film of all time this is gonna tank so hard this is gonna ruin batman forever it's just like wait until we fucking see something at least a screenshot, a trailer, or something before you start throwing out these, like, gonna be the best ever, worst ever bullshit.
0: You know, they did it again with Tom Hardy. They said he wasn't jacked enough to be Bane. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's it's a never-ending cycle with this shit. It, 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 oh, Superman, yeah. Batman, Spider-Man, it's never-ending. Mm-hmm. People, yep. comic book nerds are effectively ruining, you know, genuine conversations around these Movies Like, comic book nerds are are genuinely destroying civilized discussions surrounding these films because it's not comic book accurate. It wasn't looking, it didn't do it like this. And it's like, dude, that's an entirely different medium. There's no way that you're going to get a straight up. I mean, you may, depending on the director, but more often than not, you are never going to get a page two film one hundred adaptation unless you again you are specifically doing that exactly which I think there's only a handful of directors you could even argue have done that.
1: Yep. I think honestly and it's funny that now that I think about it, I think the closest we've ever come to page by page mostly accurate Zack Snyder's Watchmen I was gonna say three hundred. That three hundred too 300? but again that's Snyder. What do you know? Um it's I Snyder
0: would... I would also say uh, Sin City, the first Sin yeah. City, that mm-hmm. one. Um, I mean, even even Spider-Man, the very first Tobey McGuire Spider-Man, arguably is like straight up the the, the 60s Spider-Man yeah. to life. Yeah. How yeah. do you feel about the Green Goblins one or the other? But that aside, like, yeah, the, the, the spirit and, you know, overall look. Yeah, it looks like that. So, no, when it comes to a straight up page to page, film adaptation yeah there again there's only like a small small handful of people you could count that have done that yep as far as just 100 accuracy goes and you know the same conversation about the superman casting is is repeated repeated with the success or failure of the flash or rather
1: the oh yeah yeah of the flash yep you know it's It, it, it astounds me that people are so emotionally driven to watch something fail i just don't understand it i don't either that you have to put so much energy into hoping that something is bad that you want something to fail like your opinions on the actors is one thing but there are literal hundreds of people who are involved in these productions that are putting their time and effort into these films, and it affects a uh, film failing affects way more than just that one actor that you don't like because you read stuff on the internet about them. Right,
0: right, right. But I also think that you know, people are really trying to say that that the Flash is is better than it actually is. And
1: I yeah, and I'm
0: I'm oh yeah. I, I don't necessarily know that I I can sanction that either i mean it's a good movie i cannot sanction that buffoonery but obviously it didn't strike a chord with the general audience no you know like it and that could be due to a number of reasons number one you know we've we've talked about it like it warner brothers shot themselves in the foot when they decided to do too many fan screenings um there's that there's the really awful release window that it has and it's just it's it has a lot stacked against it so I think the people who are really trying to act hyper about this film and and say that it's better than it needs and people don't understand it stand it and that's why they're not watching it. it's like no it, that's really not it. it the reason it's not doing as well as it could have been is because it just did not work with the general audience it did yep. not grab them unfortunately which is a shame because a lot of people were like taking it to the bank that Michael Keaton alone would be the reason that people would flock to this and well as we've seen, that is not the case. Yep. I do wish that they would have just done a Flash film. Like, just a straight-up, small-scale Flash story yep. about Flash with Flash characters it and Flash films. It did
1: not have to be this multiverse spanning, let's throw all these characters in, like, I really, really felt that that third act in that film just really brought it down for me. Yes, the action scenes are great, but A lot of the problems of the film, I think, really start to really show in that third act for me.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of the problems just stem from a lot of incompetence on on Warner Brothers' end and, you know, the the changing of people in charge and people wanting different things, different outcomes and different things in this film and just really just a lot of uh, unfortunate, you know, cooks in the kitchen. Resulting yep. in a pretty decent movie that just didn't strike a chord with general audience because you're trying too hard to appease so many fans who want so many different things.
1: I've seen it three times. It's the best superhero movie I've ever seen. David Zaslav.
0: I'm gonna Enough wonder. Said. I'm gonna wonder how many superhero movies he has seen then. Mm-hmm. Like that. That. That's the question. Oh, well, obviously he saw Batgirl and he didn't like that one.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Oof. Which, for the record, I would not be shocked at all to see that movie leak on the internet at some point in the next couple of years. I bet it will. I'm betting it's, it will. It's,
1: it's, it's out there somewhere. Did you see that Warner Brothers caught on fire yesterday? I saw that uh, studio caught on fire. It was WB.
0: Wow. Yep. And it's funny because the picture I saw had, like, a Barbie poster in it. And, and people were saying, this is, like, the most top-notch barbie oppenheimer marketing ever (laughs) it's like wow that's 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 fucking funny that's gruesome (laughs) but fucking hilarious absolutely fucking hilarious you know what also is fucking hilarious Mm. gotham knights had a really great ending and it's not getting a second season
1: yeah so yeah you you messaged terrence and i saying that like gotham knights had a really good ending and Surprise surprise, Gotham Knights has been canceled. We're not going to get a second season of it. So, so what what happened with the ending of Gotham Knights? Okay, so this is part of my my rant. This
0: is part of where <laughs> my my genuine kind of disappointment goes. Now, this is no knock to the people who made the show. They obviously did what they could with what they had, but I feel like there were a lot of really interesting creative decisions that were thrown in towards the tail end of this series. That should have been prominent earlier because one of our biggest, one of our biggest gripes in the beginning of the show was Turner Hayes is a fucking nobody. We don't know who this character is. We don't yeah, know anything we about have, him. He's, he's we have no
1: emotional ties to him. Right. We never saw him interact with Bruce Wayne. So why should I give a shit right. that he's upset that Bruce is dead? So this is the adopted son we never
0: knew about. And we're coming to know now, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So here's the thing in the season finale. Of Gotham Knights, they reveal that Turner's parents were actually assassins, and Bruce Wayne killed them in self-defense, and they were assassins hired by Henry Ducard to kill Batman, who is also a person of in Batman's lore. Like, a very prominent person in Batman's no lore. No shit. Who trained Batman. Right, yes! 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 So, Turner Hayes finds out his parents are assassins, and that's why Bruce Wayne took him in, because he was like, I'm not gonna let this kid wind up like that. To hell with that. And it's like, oh, so you killed his parents in self-defense, but you took him in because well, obviously you feel bad for killing his parents, but still it's like you yeah. don't want to you don't want to see him turn out like him. Oh, and all, by the way, these are assassins by per by by way of Henry Ducard. Holy shit, wow. that's a really great concept. I wish I would have known that at the beginning of the show.
1: <laughs> Cancelled.
0: Yep. That's that's the thing that disappoints me. It's like, oh wow. That's a really interesting way to introduce a brand new character and have him have legitimate ties to Batman.
1: Well, and I think you said, too, in this final episode, Misha Collins does become Two-Face. Yes. Yes, he does. Fucking wonderful. So the one thing that I was, like, really interested in in this show, I was like, I mean, even if the show isn't all that great, I'm going to get to see Misha Collins as Two-Face. And now we won't.
0: And I will say his time as Two-Face, it's good it's actually really good god fucking damn it the cgi and the makeup's a little not good but he's good he's good as 2 Face, and it's it's that show had a lot of really great ideas and it had a lot of interesting ideas and then it had a lot of really blatant basic rip-off homages to the dark knight (laughs) i shit you not so the final episode of this series has both duella and harvey dent hooked up to a bomb
1: are you serious i shit you not
0: (laughs) i shit you not so rebecca march's big plan because she's revealed to be the big bad and the head of the court of owls and all this shit she's she's revealed to be the big bad of it all she is also revealed to have been like basically immortal by taking the electrum she's been around since since alan wayne's time really yes wow yep and so she's the head of the court of owls she revitalizes all the talons she sends them all after the kids because they get they get uh picked up by gcpd and thrown into gcpd so all the talons are sent there first but essentially she's rigged all the major towers in wayne in, in gotham city to to be blown up if the one attached to dent and duella doesn't blow up and it it, it it is straight up the Dark Knight, the boat. Thing. It's the boats all over again. And wow. I'm like, really? This is what we're doing? Are you serious right now? This is how we're going to end this?
1: Well, you know what they say. What is it? Uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery.
0: Well, I mean, I talked to you about this on an, on an earlier episode. In one of their earlier episodes, they they fucking rip off Batman 89 with the whole giving money to Gotham. They do oh, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like the cheapest car chase ever. So yeah, I mean I, I, I get where they're coming from. I see what they're doing, but I'm just like, this is not good. <laughs> this is just not fucking good Jeez. at all. <laughs> but I, I think again, I I didn't hate the show. Yeah. I just I just think it has it had a lot of potential, but fuck me, they really fuck themselves with certain creative choices by waiting till the very end to be like, oh, hey, here's all the cool shit we had just sitting in our back pocket while we showed you, you know, strung you along the way with some, you know, bumps in the road here and there. But fuck, that last episode was actually really good. And I'm like, well, fuck, I'm not getting more of it. Oh, well, because it ends with Turner going back into Wayne Tower right before it blows up. They managed to get Duella. They managed to save her. Fucking Harvey Dent gets his face Acidized by Rebecca March, and that's how that happens. It's not in a courtroom, but even still. Oh. It, it was still kind of cool. So it's still acid. It's still acid. It's still hydrofluoric acid. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but they basically kind of took a few of the other characters and gave them weapons and and you know they they gave them the weaponry of characters that were established in Batman Canon. Like uh Harper's brother got the skirt the the electric skirmish sticks that Nightwing uses. Um the 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 brody march kid you could argue is basically jason todd because he dies and gets brought back to life um
1: so they're basically they're setting up a new bat family basically yeah
0: and turner he's arguably like an amalgamation of like tim drake and, and Damien because his parents were assassins and he's also a pretty smart kid so i don't know well actually you know batman is the reason why tim drake's parents died too so there is that uh, so yeah, mm. I don't know. And the the ending of the show like leaves Turner Hayes in the custody of Henry Ducard. Oh, so he the, the, presumably a second season would have seen him training with Ducard while the other ones stick back in Gotham and and you know play Bat Family.
1: Interesting.
0: It was a it was a fun show. It was a fun mess. I enjoyed it. I'm just fucking pissed that they that they had so many good ideas and they waited so long <laughs> to, to, the utilize, to the very last episode I was like god damn it this is actually really good and you guys just
1: mm. Mm. well speaking of stupid decisions about shows we talked about this several months ago when the news broke a bit but it just really irks me after an article I saw uh, last uh, two weeks ago Batman the Cape Crusader Ah. the animated series that i have been waiting pretty much my entire fucking life for because as everybody knows that listens to our podcast i fucking adore batman the animated series and a few years ago they announced there was going to be a new show with bruce tim called batman cape crusader and it was going to continue It was going to be a continuation of the animated series but it was going to be a little more edgy a little dark then WB's like, eh, nah, it's not gonna be on Max. Nah, we're gonna sell it off. We're gonna let somebody else do it. Are you fucking high? Well it's premiering <laughs> on Amazon got... now, isn't it? It is now, yeah. They Amazon has now acquired, I think, for two seasons. Yeah. Um it just it baffles me. Of all the things that that are out there, all the random shows and things that they've got. They pass on the follow-up to Batman the Animated Series. Just baffles my fucking mind. And then I see this article where they there was a, um interview with Peter Girardi. And they say, like, you know, what's, what's this series going to be like? And Girardi is quoted as saying, it's everything that Bruce Tim wanted to do in the original series, the 1992 animated series, but because it ran on a kid's channel, he wasn't able to do it. So this definitely is going to skew older. It's more of his complete vision. It's everything Bruce Timm wanted to do in Batman the Animated Series. But he's actually going to be able to do it. And they're like, eh, nah, it doesn't need to be on Max. No wonder the shit show that is Max right now is going through the shit that it's going through. Well, they even put My New Adventures of Superman on Adult Swim. Doesn't make any fucking sense. No. Why it's, it's, are these shows not on Max? Yeah. Your own streaming service.
0: I I think this is probably a good time to let everyone know I canceled my
1: Max subscription. I did too. I just I can't get over the fact that they're just like they're not putting these things on their own streaming service.
0: I. It's got to be something regarding like licensing. It's got to be that, or even i don't know i honestly don't know what kind of thought process went into that because you had hbo max had hbo max when it was hbo max had like the perfect mm-hmm. way of navigating through what your libraries had and they had everything dc yep. perfectly sectioned into a dc library
1: and now all that's yep.
0: just gone straight to shit
1: yeah that was a and fucking no surprise the day that it changed to max nobody could log in there were buffering issues crashes surprise surprise you broke what didn't even need to be fixed
0: i think rebranding it as max was probably the dumber decision like i don't know why you take stupid out the, as it, hell it, the take out home box office from your market that's yeah. stupid that's that, that makes zero sense none whatsoever i don't understand it at all matter of fact there are a lot of decisions that w it's going on at wb right now that's just like what are you doing like what in the fuck is going on over there like Yep, doing a partnership with an AI for
1: for script pitches, like to, to come up with scripts. Like Fuck out of here! Like what? Why? God damn! I uh, this AI shit is getting. Ooh, it's getting me mad. Okay, if there's one thing that James Gunn's doing,
0: at least at the very least, he's getting other people to come in and work on this shit, not pulling yeah. from AI. There's a win there. Take the wins where you can. But my God. That whole idea just does not sit well with me at all. Nope. Absolutely
1: horrible idea.
0: Like, it's funny, like, we thought the people in charge before were fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. But but holy shit, no. Like, this whole new way of thinking is just almost even worse. Oh my god. I don't get it. I just... I'm I'm flabbergasted by 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 some of the shit that that WB is is doing as far as decision making goes it is it's is asinine to be frank oh you know what else is asinine mm. limiting people to seeing 600 tweets a day
1: oh here we go yeah this Fuck just happened me. today
0: so on our last episode we alluded to the fact that there's a good chance we I'm no longer going to be using Twitter and yep. if this is any indication of it it's true so Elon Musk has decided that temporarily, if you're not verified, you can only view like 600 tweets a day.
1: And then you, you've reached your rate limit. What? You've got to be verified if you want to see more than 600 tweets in a 24-hour span. Fuck off. F- eat my fucking shorts with that. Absolutely. Fuck no. What the fuck? I get a- Oh, and, and, and then on top of that, now we found out if you even want to look at a tweet, you've got to log into Twitter. Yeah. What the fuck? Are you fucking serious?
0: It's, what's the fucking point now? It's it's so it's pointless. I don't I'm not I'm not going to pay dollars to verify myself. I'm not going to spend time like I've been I've been using this app for over a decade. It used to be so A to B. It was it knew how to work and and ever since Elon Musk has take taken it over, it has become an absolute fucking shit show. I can't stand it. I can't. I am I'm yeah. I'm You know what? between the flash leaking all over twitter between the constant where this isn't my superhero and <laughs> just the, the overall smarmy you don't know what the fuck you're talking about i was right i got this right uh, da, 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 da. look at me i got this in for right i was the one who broke this story. i'm so fucking done
1: i am or just done. throwing out random things that you come up with in your head just so that you can maybe get a your tweet viral oh my god
0: not to say that i haven't had fun doing that (laughs) i mean hey i pointed out that the the poster for black adam and batman forever look fucking identical and people came down my throat like you don't know what the fuck you're talking (laughs) about don't disrespect (laughs) batman forever like that (laughs) notice how they said don't disrespect batman forever (laughs) yeah they didn't say black adam yep (laughs) yep Even though I love both movies, I I just thought it was an interesting coincidence that, you know, the posters happen to look almost exactly the same. But no, people on Twitter are just fucking insane, man. Like, this is... I've had it. I've I've just absolutely fucking had it. And you know what, to even just kind of delve deeper into why I've had it... So it was recently put out there by a couple of scoopers that, oh, well... You know the fantastic forecast that was allegedly locked? Yeah, it's no longer locked. You know what's really funny about them saying that now? Mm. It's pretty funny how a lot of people were saying a while ago, oh, yeah, Marvel's going to announce the fantastic forecast at San Diego Comic Con. You know what was announced (laughs) just
1: over a week ago? Marvel's not going to San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. No one's going to San Diego Comic Con this year. Warner Brothers
0: might be. Might. Are you serious? Might. (laughs) They haven't said yet they they are the only ones who have not said whether or not they're doing something at San Diego Comic-Con. And I imagine they're waiting for the Screen Actors Guild to say whether or not they're striking. Because if that happens, nobody's doing Comic-Con. Nobody. Yeah. I sh- I promise you, if the Screen Actors Guild strikes, nobody's doing Comic-Con. Nobody's no mm-hmm. one's going to show up, no one's going to promote anything because they 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 legally cannot. So yeah. The funny thing to me about that is when, when it was announced that Marvel was not going to be at San Diego Comic-Con, all these dipshit fucking scoopers went, oh, yeah, uh, Margo Robbie passed on the role. Adam Driver is not Mr. Fanta. And I'm just like, you know what? None of you fucking <laughs> knew. Not no. one of you people fucking knew. Not one of you did. You don't know then. You didn't know then. You don't know now. So stop it. Just fucking stop it. You may know someone who may know someone who might know someone who potentially could be working at Marvel Studios, and all you're really doing is trying to gain clout by playing a game of phone over the internet. Now, for for you, for all you Grace Randolphs, for all you Casey Walshes, for all you viewer anons, for all you big screen leaks, for all you Umberto Gonzalez, for all you Jeff Snyder dick-writing fucking bozos, eat my shorts and fuck the fuck off i am tired of this shit i am sick to death of this fake nonsense i'm tired of it i really am james gunn has come out and said wait for me to say something because if it's not coming for me it's probably not official exactly and there have been people who swore up and fucking down oh this is part of the plan that's part of the plan this is part of the plan that's part of the plan if he isn't saying it it ain't fucking true as far as I'm concerned the same can be said about the other side of the fence until I hear Kevin Feige or Matt Shackman or anyone associated with either Fantastic Four or Marvel Studios proper say or deny that this is this person is who they say they're playing I don't believe a word of it I don't give a yeah. fuck I don't give a fuck how credible Umberto Gonzalez is I don't give a fuck what his status is at the rap dude built his entire fucking rapport On bullshit. Same can be said about Grace Randolph. The same exact thing can be said about that fucking chipmunk, Casey Walsh. The only (laughs) difference is, the only big differences of all these scoopers, the only one of them, the only one of them who actually has a slight edge over any of them is Grace Randolph. The only reason I give her a little bit of extra credit is because she actually has the fortitude to show herself on live and be like, yeah, you know, this is what I heard, this isn't what I heard. Same with Jeff Snyder. Yeah, sure. Go live. Show people your face. At least give them an idea that, yes, you're the fucking idiot that's bullshitting me. I can at least put a face (laughs) to the bullshit now. But everyone else, Casey Walsh, viewer ain't on, big screen leaks, I don't give a fuck. If you don't have a profile picture, if you do not show me your face, if you do not not have any sensible credibility whatsoever, here's the finger. Fuck you. Eat my shorts. Yep. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about half the time. And half the time your information, when it is right, it's, only, it's not even It's not even 100% right. It's half right. Like Grace Randolph, for example. She's the one who went, oh, I heard that it's going to be one of three of these former Batman that's going to be the Batman going forward in DC. And what was it? It was a picture of Val Kilmer, Christian Bale, and George Clooney. <laughs> what what wound up happening oh guess what yeah. George Clooney showed up at the end of The Flash and it was nothing more than a fucking gag
1: yeah and that's how you end your fucking movie too. but here's the thing though here's
0: the fucking problem people people like you mentioned to me earlier people in comment sections go oh man I kind of hope he's the Batman going forward oh yeah when people that's... do shit like this <laughs> this is the result of that and it's fucking
1: bullshit it's bullshit it's all fucking bullshit They just want a quick little reaction. They want a hearty har har.
0: These people just want nothing but that quick five minutes of internet fame. Yep. And they can eat my fucking shorts, especially KC Walsh. That dude goes out of his way to attack people. That dude has it out for people in the LGBTQ plus community. That dude is a piece of shit. He can fucking eat my shorts. (laughs) That dude had the fucking audacity to try and say... That, you know, like, oh, this is what Zack Snyder's working on. He's got this project, that project. And I'm just like,
1: you don't fucking know that. Dude, he's working on nothing but Rebel Moon. What the fuck are you right. talking about? <laughs> right.
0: And he's like, well, yeah, the film's supposed to, f- it's only going to be one movie and it's only going to be, you know, shot from like, you know, June to November. And I'm like, you stupid fuck. It says it right here in the Hollywood Reporter. It's a two-parter, back-to-back, and it's being shot from April to November. And it's, and he completely sidestepped it, and then he proceeded to try and like make fun of me for my personal appearance and a bunch of other shit. And I'm just like, dude, you are the biggest little bitch on the internet. Hand to God. You cannot take any accountability whatsoever every time you are proven wrong. You have to sit there and attack people like the fucking man child you are. This is also the same guy who fucking bragged about being super high in a hotel room with his kids and his wife while they were on some vacation. You are like one of the biggest pieces of shits on the internet. I have no (laughs) idea. I have no fucking clue how you have such a following. Maybe you have such a following because people just like looking at how fucking dumb you are half the time. (laughs) It's like, very possible. If, if there is one of the biggest dipshits on the internet, it's Casey Walsh. And the fact I'm even giving him airtime is is, is more than I need to because there are just people on the internet in, in this, you know, in pop culture that just should not be paid attention to. And he's one of them. Do not give that ass wipe the time of day. There's a few other people I can name, but I don't feel like going down a couple other rabbit holes. <laughs> because I've had my fair share of internet spats with a couple prominent people that are you know bloggers and youtubers and they have followings and they 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 have friends at the studio and it's just like yeah that's nice that still doesn't absolve you for being a piece of shit
1: <laughs>
0: like people who like to attack Zack Snyder for fucking
1: making movies for god's sake oh yeah the, the amount like what Rebel Moon comes out in December yep part one Child of and the amount of people that just want something to fail right away it, it is downs me the amount of time effort and emotion people put into something that they want to see fail or crash and burn just because they didn't like one of the movies the guy did before it it baffles me i i don't understand it like okay that would be like me Hoping
0: Superman Legacy fails because I didn't yeah. like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 or The Suicide Squad. Yeah. When I, in yeah. fact, liked Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, my perception of Superman Legacy is a wait and see mode, but what mm-hmm. I've seen in regards to James Gunn's filmmaking doesn't exactly inspire confidence. But that doesn't mean I'm going to go out of my way to tweet at him every day being like, fuck you, dude, don't make yeah. Superman. No. He's within his creative freedom to do that because he's been granted that. And at the end of the day, at the very least, he should be allowed that. And when that product is in my face, I will consume it and critique it when I see fit. But as it stands right now, no, I'm not going to barrage the dude being like, you're not making the Superman movie that I preferably would include my Superman with. That said, the, the point of the matter is I'm not going to waste my time Tweeting at him or trying to get him at social media because that's a fucking waste of time. That's what
1: degenerates do. I don't think anything has disgusted me more when it came to just pop culture and reactions to things any more than when Zack Snyder's child passed away. And there is a very small amount, but I did see comments of people happy about that. Let's see. And it's just, it's just fucking disgusting
0: it's oh even... i'm
1: glad his kid died so that that way he doesn't continue working on the movie i don't want him to make go to fucking hell
0: okay so i saw a few comic creators writers and artists alike one of which kevin mcguire he said thank goodness snyder's gone when that happened uh jamal Igel he said something similar to that to that effect um, fucking yeah, disgusting. Both of them can eat my fucking shorts. Neither one of them are very yeah. really talented, if you ask me. Um, I've I seen... don't care how
1: talented they are. If you literally say shit like that when someone's child has died, you can just eat the biggest bag of dicks. You know, Mark Millar said something to the effect of, uh, the
0: people who shot Harambe are in prison, but the people who made Batman vs. Superman walk free. And I'm just like, wow. dude... You made Old Man Logan. You made Hulk and She-Hulk a thing. Who the fuck are you to comment on a comic book film? Right. And on top of that, Mark Millar, dude. Mm, let's see, Millar World failed. His whole bill at Netflix failed. Uh, <laughs> what, what was that? What was, what, what was his thing on Netflix? Uh, Jupiter, Jupiter, Asc- Jupiter Ascending failed. Super oh yeah, Kru- that was
1: that was a big
0: old success, wasn't it? Nope, big old fat. Failure. Mark Millar is a poor man's Grant Morrison. Mark Millar is the edgy comic book writer that thinks he's like the top dog comic book writer. Him and Rob Liefeld have fucking
1: egos the size of Jeff John's ball cap. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't care how talented you are or even if I like the stuff that you do. If you say something along those lines about someone who got dealt with probably the greatest loss anyone could ever anticipate i can't imagine the pain snyder went through when that happened oh 100 and for people to pack onto that and say it's a good thing because now he doesn't have to he's not going to work on the superhero movie i don't want him to make fuck off
0: i remember when that happened I remember seeing a lot of people just praising the fact that Joss Whedon was taking over, and I was just like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, and
1: look what we fucking got from that. Yeah. Justice
0: League. You know, speaking of which, one other dipshit I brought up earlier, viewer Ainon, he decided to throw up some fucking idiotic nonsense today. What's that? Uh, let's see, the verbated quote, the tweet in question is, here we go, I've heard from quite a few people, a dozen or so, who worked on Justice League or projects with him afterwards, Henry Cavill liked working with Joss Whedon and preferred his take on Superman. No, Say fuck Say shield me, Elon! You fucking clown. Number one, old news, he said, and I quote, Superman, Henry Cavill said something to the effect of, there were aspects that they both agreed on. In regards to Superman yeah that's about as far as that went but this he knew exactly what the fuck he was doing as soon as he hit send tweet especially with that shield me Elon bullshit mind you this is also the guy who leaked the ending of the Batman this is the guy who's leaked quite a few different things so he can fucking eat my shorts too I don't give a fuck who your friends are dude this kind of shit is just elementary at best it's shit like this I can't stand. This is this is why I'm fed the fuck up with Twitter. I'm just I'm, and after all the shit that Elon's broken with it, I'm, I'm yeah. Done. I'm moving on. I'm gonna either stick to Vero and Instagram, and just fucking be done with it because I'm fed the fuck up with Twitter. I'm so fucking over this shit. I
1: which just is, which, it is, which, asto- which 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 is, it astounded me when I read the article saying that you're limited to how many tweets you can look at before. Unless you're verified. Yeah. This doesn't make any fucking sense. That'd be... God forbid. Uh, I mean, imagine if that was the case on the other things. On Instagram. Oh, you can only see 300 posts on Instagram. And unless you pay our subscription fee, you can't see any more for the day. Fuck off with that shit. For real. Eat my fucking shorts. Ain't no
0: fucking way you're going to make me pay. To use a social media application. You are out of your fucking mind.
1: Yeah. It is
0: nowhere near that important. Now granted. We say this as podcasters. But our podcast. We don't necessarily treat it like a a business. Like other podcasts would. Yeah this is strictly for fun. This is for fun. Now may I maybe make a fucking couple t-shirts or mugs or something maybe i don't know that might come down the line that might be a thing down the line i don't know that's just something craig and i have to come to a a mutual agreement on because Mm -hmm. that's that's just how this podcast rolls everything happens between the two of us and so whether or not we ever decide to do any kind of merchandising that is yet to be seen but even still as it stands right now i don't feel compelled to use twitter for means of finding information but the only drawback is if I leave Twitter, I'm going to leave behind a lot of really cool people. But I also have a lot of these same cool people on other social platforms as it is anyway. But
1: yeah, exactly. You know, if if this shit sticks, people are going to go to something else. Oh, 100%. There like, are. So you think this many people are going to tolerate this shit? Absolutely not. No. Ain't no way. No way, no
0: how. I'm not. I won't. I refuse to. Matter of fact, I even had Vero up on my, my desktop and it's it's much more clean. It's stuff that I enjoy. It's things mm-hmm. that it's people I know. It's people posting stuff about things they like that I also like. There's common discussion, there's common ground, there's artists. It's a lot more chill. But then you go to Twitter and it's like everything's on fire and everyone's wanting to kill each other verbally and I'm fucking tired of it. I'm just so sick of it. What well,
1: It's amazing how that can just change your perspective on so many things i did this uh just uh, about a week and a half ago on my facebook i just decided just one day i was like you know what i'm gonna go through and i'm going to just do a quick cleanup i must have deleted like close to 100 people off go. of my facebook because go. a lot of them were either i looked at them like haven't talked to that person in five plus years looked at it but the, the profile was already like deleted anyway or some of them I just looked at I was like you're a shitty person like you used to be in my life but you you're so venomous and you actively look for things to talk down to people on and I don't need that in my fucking life anymore I don't need that kind of negativity surrounding me
0: Mm. yeah
1: that's always good doing a social media cleanse of people you don't talk to or you don't
0: really want to associate with yeah I feel you Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I might might, I might I go back to Tumblr. I don't know. Tumblr seems like fun.
1: I mean, really, all he's doing by doing this, he's opening it up for other people to come out with a better product. <laughs> is really all it is.
0: Yeah, I don't really want to use Mastodon, because I heard Mastodon's like a, a home ground for pedophiles.
1: Yeah, that's what I've heard too. <laughs> so
0: I don't really feel like going there at all. Not to say that anyone who has one, you know, don't, but like, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just getting more comfortable with using Instagram and using something else because I'm just, I'm at my wit's end with Twitter. I've had it. If, if it, if this continues, there's, there's going to be nothing left. I'm, and that's not going to surprise me at all. Like, if, if Elon yeah. kills Twitter, I won't be surprised. What, not one bit. Not one bit, at all. Maybe we should open up a Discord, Craig.
1: I'd be down for that. Maybe. I don't know. It'd be a nice it'd be a nice way to kinda like open up discussions, I mean, in my opinion. Sure. Yeah, I'll give it a thought.
0: Or maybe make a, a Google account for the Terminal <laughs> podcast. I've seen those, <laughs> so I mean they're there are Google accounts that are used for arts. Like I remember when Google Plus was a thing. Oh yeah, that whole thing that lasted uh, a year. A year or so, <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Back in the back of my old tech school days yeah i remember google plus and teams oh teams
1: (laughs) (laughs) along with everything else that google has killed off oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. anyway
0: i think that's enough venom for tonight craig i think so we got quite a bit out we got we got what we needed out but uh this if if if, if the message wasn't any more clear yeah i'm probably not going to be on
1: twitter much longer
0: folks so just just keep that in mind
1: uh yeah i joined it two years ago i think i used it for like six months and i was like i don't need this in my life nope (laughs) not anymore this is not for us
0: no more no more so i guess in that on that note you guys can follow us on facebook and instagram and vero (laughs) yeah follow us on instagram and vero yeah i guess i should make a vero account for the podcast (laughs) yeah that sounds like a good idea um our next episode will be a lot less toxic and a lot less venomous. We are planning something very, very fun, very cool, very anniversary. hmm It's one of Craig's favorite movies. Yeah. <laughs> Arguably probably one of the most modern takes on Batman. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, we are, we are going to do a commentary track to The Dark Knight because it turns 15 here in a few weeks. So be Crazy. On, be on the lookout for that. 15 years. Right? 15 years of that marvelous performance from Heath Ledger as well as just that, <laughs> that that epic tale from Christopher Nolan, but yep. that's on the docket for the next episode. Uh, Craig, any final thoughts before we get the fuck out of the cave for the evening?
1: No, just... Yeah. Before the good, good guys come kinda, back? <laughs> yeah. It's just a good opportunity to just kind of let everything out, and it's just like, again, we do this for fun. You know, I, I went on my rant about the ranking of Batman's and all that at the end of the day, I don't give a shit, but it's just like people just need to really tone it down on the amount of effort they put into hoping things don't do well. I want everything i I hope that the d c movies are successful. I hope that the Marvel movies are successful because in the end that's good, that's good for everybody. It's the same shit I deal with Phil, you know. I'm a pro wrestling fan. It's the same shit. It's the same flip of the coin on pro wrestling because there's WWE and there's AEW and the WWE guys really want AEW to fail. And AEW really wants WWE to fail. And I'm sitting there going, why can't you, why don't you want both to succeed? Right. Because it's good for everyone if both are successful.
0: But that's not to say that when, when something does fail, let's talk about why it fails.
1: Yes. Yes. And not, yeah, exactly.
0: And not be complete fucking asswipes about it. Like, Yeah. Do we both wish The Flash could have, should have done better? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Do I look at The Flash's current box office and, and wonder why it's doing that? No. Not mm. really.
1: Not surprised.
0: No, I'm not. Not surprised at all. After seeing this movie, but it, not only specifically after seeing this movie, but after seeing so many other comic book movies that have succeeded in the past... You can look and see why this one did not succeed. Yep. And 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 the the fucked up thing is, is like the reason this film didn't succeed more at the box office, isn't even because of the quality of the film. Okay, well, partially because of the quality of the film itself, Mm -hmm. but there are a lot of other benefactors as to why films fail at the box office now, and that were not present thirty years ago, twenty years ago, even ten years ago. Yep. And it's just things have changed
1: well because here the thing is we now live in a time where we all know that the flash is going to end up on max so for your common everyday person not a comic book fan maybe someone who was just like oh a superhero movie flash that looks neat they see that it's tanking they're gonna go or they hear that it's not that great of a movie "Eh, okay i'll wait a month or two it'll be on max i'll watch it then
0: regardless of whatever reason why the point the bottom line is is like we do this shit for fun we don't exactly we don't try and put ourselves out there as the end all be all know-it-alls we don't yep we're not gonna bullshit you but we're also not gonna sugarcoat it either exactly i think that's the best way i could honestly say it because you know I've 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 had people jump down my throat for things i've said either deservedly so or not deservedly so in regards to certain opinions I've had. Like, you know, when I, when I made the, the, the comparison of, of Batman versus Superman to the empire strikes back, I cannot tell you how many nerds felt compelled to tell me how fucking wrong and dumb I was. And it's just like, you're literally just proving my fucking point about everything we just talked about. So yeah, if I have any final words, it's don't be a dick. Yep. Don't be a dick. And Elon, Elon, fix twitter otherwise fuck you <laughs> that's that's all i uh, that's all i'm really gonna say but this has been unfiltered and big bad craig omega exiting the cave for the night hopefully phil and craig don't come back in and, and see that <laughs> just changed. hopefully they just come in and act like nothing happened at all who knows we'll see what happens when they get back into the caves but if you mm-hmm. all want to follow us uh tek underscore podcast instagram facebook you can feel free to leave us an email eternallightpod at at gmail.com you can also uh, leave us a review on iTunes Apple Podcast or even Podbean whatever your podcast preference is we'd really appreciate it you can also again follow me at unfiltered uh, Vero on Instagram as well as Craig Omega on Vero yep and that is it keep it classy in the cave you pointy-eared night
1: rats (laughs) keep it fucking classy
0: that's fucking right
1: Gotta <laughs> meet you. A little fighting, yeah. I like that. Then you're gonna love me. Now that's more like it, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> it's all part of the plan. Come on, hit me. <laughs> Let's put a smile on that face.
0: (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Eternal Night podcast. This podcast is not affiliated with Warner Brothers Discovery, DC Entertainment, or anything else related to WBD. Uh, All thoughts shared belong to those involved and not the companies they happen to work for or be talking about. If you would like to follow along the show, you can follow along on Podbean or iTunes. Feel free to drop us an email at eternalnightpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us along on Twitter and Facebook. Just search for T-E-K underscore podcast. Thank you.